The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 143rd episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And I am currently next-gen console poor. I do not have the Series X. I do not have the PlayStation 5. I mean, that's not entirely true. I did score a Series X from Best Buy and I have it. It's in my garage. Even this grumpkin has a heart, and I'm being a good father. I'm giving to my oldest for Christmas, so <laughs> I'm still searching for one. Hopefully, I'll get one. They say possibly uh, springtime they may have availability. Who knows? Anyway, let's uh, introduce everyone on tonight's show. First up, we have Mr. Destiny himself, who is probably thrilled to death. He's got a new expansion, all new content to play, Valiant Victory. How you doing? What you drinking? And are you enjoying Beyond Light? I am actually drinking a, a seltzer right now. And tonight, my story on the the no alcohol is that uh, the COVID has added some uh, inches to my waistline. So until I'm uh, back down to pre-COVID weight, I am uh, no alcohol and no candy, no junk food. You gained the uh, COVID nineteen then? I gained gained the, the COVID twenty. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get down to 209, and I'm 221 at the moment. So there'll be none of that. So if the next time you have me on, I'm drinking uh, actual alcohol, you know, I made it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be a long winter. But, uh, you know, obviously, um, uh, I'm playing that new expansion. And I'm actually going a little bit different strategy this time. I am slow playing this. Everybody else is burning through stuff. I am... I am soaking it in and loving these new subclasses. And it's like uh, I'm I'm making my Christmas day last as long as possible. This is Christmas. A new expansion comes out. Kids get shit for like, you know, on the 25th of December. Destiny yearly expansion drops. This is my Christmas. And I am, I'm not going to go burn through it and be like, okay, you know, what's next? Hell no. So I might be the lowest light level of all the different, you know, people that put in hours or whatever. I'm just exploring everything, figuring things out, trying to find things without reading about it, trying not to have anything spoiled so I can soak it all up. And so then I'll burn through shit later. <laughs> Destiny, <laughs> Destiny is your festivist. Okay. Oh my God. This is my burning man. Are it's you kidding? For, it's time for the feats of strength. <laughs> all right. We also have actually the, the meanest person in GRG, Grex. How you doing? What you drinking and what you playing? And uh, when are you going to demote Gunny to peon? He's going to be the mop boy at the uh, the glory hole soon. I am drinking uh, all day IPA founders. Um, and a couple more of these left in the fridge I got to get through. And uh, playing, I'm into Destiny, doing the new Beyond Light expansion. I think the only reason why I'm actually playing anything right now is because it was on Game Pass. I haven't gotten Cold War yet, 
and I'll eventually get it. I'll probably get it when uh, they open up Warzone for Cold War, which will be like December or something like that. Yep. How do you like that Founders? Founders is good. It's always a, a I see. Idea. I see it all the time at the beer distributor. It's one of the. I, I don't. I'm not a huge IPA fan, but this is one of the ones that goes down pretty easy. So I enjoy it. And then what else playing is uh, basically I got Black Desert running twenty four seven AFK. So. <laughs> oh God, that game. That's funny. You actually profit by being AFK. All right. Well, I am drinking a. Uh, Sierra Nevada celebration. It's it's a uh, I guess they release around the Christmas time, the holidays times, and it's a fresh hop IPA. It's it's okay. It's it's a little hoppier than than the stuff I prefer, so it's not going to be something you drink massive amounts of. It's pretty good. It's worth it. I got a six pack, so it's I'll deal with it. So I have a question though about the um. You said your uh you know, next gen poor mm-hmm. and then share that you have this Xbox in your garage. Well, I don't have one. Well, right. It's, it's, it's for your son and, and yeah. you've just, you know, destroyed Christmas for him because he listens, I'm sure to every Reaper cast yeah. and now, and now he knows. <laughs> the 20 year old believed in Santa as well. So <laughs> dad, Santa, what? <laughs> what? Uh, but if you can find another one, that means that you can open the one in the garage, right? Oh, absolutely. That one could be yours. So if you can find another one anywhere for yourself, then boom, you're good. But see, I have to engage try hard mode for me or, or engage hard mode. And uh, I mean, the hard, hard looking, the hard looking for Christmas things. No, I have to get it through GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, here's the thing. I have my, my youngest son has $200 of credit from GameStop. And he doesn't have consoles. He plays PC games. And he really just plays Apex Legends. He doesn't really even buy games. So I want to burn that $200 up. So I'm just going to give him $200 cash, take the credit, and this way we, we're GameStop free. You're free of the uh, the evil empire. Uh, I hate GameStop. And then my big fear is like they'll go out of business and they'll be stuck with $200 of credit. I'll eventually get one. It's just, like I said, I want to burn this GameStop. And then I... I wanted to get this for the kid for Christmas because I didn't know whether or not I would be able to find another one. Yeah, I, I, I get the deal. So anyway, you know, uh, do you have a rant for today? Uh, I actually do. But uh, real quick before we get in the rant, uh, what am I playing? I'm playing Call of Duty, Cold War, and Destiny Beyond Light. Uh, Elder Scrolls is on hiatus. Ooh. Yeah, well, I log in, get my daily reward, and then log off. But yeah. So... All three of us are playing Beyond Light. We like we could totally have like uh, a GRG fire team doing yeah. strikes or, or nightfalls or something. I get ignored by the uh, the Destiny tryhard, so it's kind of like Giddy spoke to them all. So no one ever sends me invites, and I, I sit alone and cry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so let's let's get into the rant. My rant is about the annoying Call of Duty announcer while you're playing multiplayer games, whether you're winning or losing. I know this is kind of really nitpicky. This is me yelling at clouds, whatever. I don't care. But it drives me fucking bananas. When you're playing multiplayer and say you're playing team deathmatch, you get ahead by a point. He's like, you're ahead. Keep up the good work. And then if you drop behind the point, you're behind. You guys got to do better or whatever he says. 
but it's nonstop. So when you're playing like a team deathmatch or domination where the scores flip flopping like crazy, this guy won't shut the hell up. Like he just never stops talking. You can't hear shit. It's driving me crazy. I can't hear what's going on. I can't hear the surround, you know, the, the bullets going around, people walking around me because this chatty Kathy won't shut the fuck up. Seriously, tone down the frequency of the announcer. I mean, there's no reason he should be rapid firing these announcements throughout the game. Just stop it. He's no Shax. He's definitely not a Shax. I mean, Shax is easily my favorite in Destiny now that Cade's gone. But yeah, <laughs> I love some of Shaq's uh, announcements in the game. Like he Throw more grenades. <laughs> really? Did you throw enough grenades? Did you count them? Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> you know, it killed me because I never realized he's the, and I probably said this before in the show, that he's the... Uh, Actor who plays Morgan on Fear of the right. Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And it he sounds so much younger. Like Morgan, mm-hmm. I would say it looks like in his sixties, right? And and Shaq sounds like he's in his thirties. But it's the same guy. Yeah. So he would be like the Call of Duty announcer is like the exact opposite of Shaq's. And it's just like, there's no reason, like, when you're playing team deathmatch and you'll see, like, team, you know, you, you get a kill, you, lo- you lose, you know, a couple people die. That score flip-flops, like, throughout the game nonstop. And please, you're killing me, dude. So I don't know if you guys have anything else to add to a rant, but short and sweet. All right, let's get into the uh, gaming geek news. We'll start off with, uh, there was a few consoles released. The PlayStation 5 came out this Thursday on the 12th. And it's selling for $500 or $499, the same price as the Xbox Series X. And they also have a digital edition that's selling for $399. It's 100 bucks more than the Xbox Series S, but it's pretty much the same as the $500 one, but just minus the drive. Is that the case? Do you guys know? That's exactly the same without the drive. They've done a good job of separating the four consoles. So the Series S... Uh, Xbox is a, the lowest horsepower of the group. And then you could argue the two PlayStations next, you know, one with the disc, one without are in the same place in the middle. And you can save your money and just get one that's discless. I mean, that's what a lot of people have said they want to do, although there's no supplies of them. You can't buy a, a PS5 without the disc because they just don't exist. They're kind of oh. like a, a unicorn. It's just there um, to get the, be the cheaper price, but it doesn't really... But it doesn't, you can't get five it. Of them. <laughs> yeah, they, they say, hey, you could get this. And to a degree, it works because they're like, well, I already decided on the PS5. But wait a minute, you didn't decide on the PS5. You decided on the PS5 without the disc. But, you know, whatever. So then the Xbox, and by most people, you know, and at least some of the things that I've read, resume times and load times on games that play on everything is faster. I mean, the Xbox is a, a better horsepower machine. And again, we get into this whole PlayStation versus Xbox. You know, obviously we choose for GRG, we tend to choose the um, the Xbox because that's where our community is, right? Yeah. There's yeah, what, the majority of the community the is, PS5, you know, I, I make PS5 or PS team leads of people I want to chase out of GRG. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> a promotion to Siberia. So it looks like, I mean, it's a, it, on paper, I think I could see myself having one, but not for how I game right now. I game to game with people. I don't really game solo anymore. That it's just not the same. It feels very 
just uncomfortable to me. So that's why I really, you know, I thought about it to be able to play single player games. And when I was honest with myself about, you know, spending a thousand dollars on consoles, I said, nah, if I'm going to only get one, it's going to be the Xbox. Yeah. And I know that's quite a few GRG guys did buy a, a PlayStation 5. But they're buying it mostly for just the exclusives and the single player stuff, like the uh, the new Spider Man, which looks fantastic. It does. Not a game I would play, but it looks amazing. I know people bought this PS5 just for that, and man, I tell you what, I'm looking at this PS5. Weird looking device. It just it looks like a vagina. <laughs> it just and it's like, huge. I mean, yeah. they put them next to each other, and I thought that they're both about the same size. No, I think it's massive. It's a tower. It is massive and ugly. It's got a new controller, with which I would like to see some of these features built into the Xbox controller uh, with the, the haptic feedback. Instead of just buzzing, right? One of the things it has is it like it'll it'll tap you on the hand or something like that. So that's you know if you if you like I have an Apple Watch, we call those haptics when it makes a little buzz or it does a thing to give you, and you get used to what different things mean. So that's true. That I did hear about that about the controller. It's even built into the triggers too. So like you, when you're doing something, if it's harder to push, the trigger gets harder to push in, which that's pretty amazing. Those sound like some really good things, and I think that I have to give it to PS to, to PlayStation in general. The controllers have always seemed to be one generation ahead of where the market goes to. You yeah. know, so it had the more buttons and it did a better job of laying those buttons out than the original Xbox. Then the Xbox, you know, got the controller smaller, got the, the buttons in a more logical place. I mean, you may remember that big, my gigantic one with the six buttons and the extra things on the side. Yeah. Yeah. That that was clunky. Well, they moved away. You know, they the controllers are pretty similar now. But yeah, that is definitely next gen and the, the haptics, if you will. And, mm-hmm. I, and I've heard good things about it. Um, but there's no haptics in Destiny, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. So that came out. Uh, like I said, we have we have a few people playing. Hopefully, someday uh, that side of the community will wake up and get a little bit more organized. Uh, I try. I use my cattle prod and and zap some of the guys, but see if I can get some life going in them. But we'll see. I, I do know there's I do do know there's quite a few that have it now. So. Speaking of new releases, Xbox Series X came out, and that came out on the 10th. That came out, what, a, a few days Last earlier. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so both the, the X and the S came out. There's two different models. The S is really small. Like That's a pretty slick little device. It's, it's a tiny little box. So my neighbors got the, um, the Series S, and the dad got one for each kid. And I think that's a that's a reasonable argument, right? Like you got two kids that both game, that might be a better way to get them into a next gen system. That's got more power than our our Xbox One X, right? Yeah. And you know, costs you know that two hundred dollar, three hundred dollar price point at two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? One ninety nine. That's not a bad deal. I saw it, and it's it's tiny, and it's a. I think it's a great choice for them. Obviously, yeah, it's probably does everything they need to do if you hook up to like a small tv you don't need to have like 4k it it still upscales to 4k it's just not natively and yeah it's something to do with that i forget what the 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 deets are on that and again it's got a smaller hard drive so you're gonna have to do the expansion like right away that the you know you have a you have a storage issue 
Those kids are probably playing Fortnite anyway, so. Yeah, they are. I mean, that's it. When they do, do Minecraft and Fortnite are the ones that I know they play. And one of them plays like NBA 2K or whatever okay. it is. The 2K, 2K, 2K or whatever mm-hmm. it is. 2K21 is probably this year. Um, But that's it, you know. So anyway, that I saw that and I'm like, damn, the thing, the box, it came in, you know, it looked like <laughs> I my Subway. You know, it's like it's small. Um, but yeah, I, I have to say that I did get the Xbox set up. Uh, and you have I've the Series X, it. right? I do. And I've been playing the heck out of that. Um, you know, when I can be on there, I've been playing on the PC a little bit. But it is nice. There's just little things about like smoothing, you know, when your um, your ship is in space and the sun kind of shines off of it. And sometimes you get some textures, even in the, the you know, the One X. You know, there's times when those textures were good, but it wasn't like photo quality or, you know, and with this, it renders all that stuff and it's not even optimized. And then yeah. obviously the number one thing for me is load times, ridiculous load times, like seconds into the tower. Now, one of the, th- the features they, they boast about this is like that instant on instant in the game. Does that work with a game like Destiny? You still have to load in and log in all that stuff. It will, but it's not set up yet. So what they're going to do is, is from my understanding, is they're going to make it auto-resume to, like, orbit. So let's say if you're in orbit when you leave, uh, it's going to put you back. But let's say you're on a planet and you do an auto-resume, it's going to put you back to in orbit of that planet. But, I mean, even that alone, I mean, that's, you know, Satia, like, it takes forever. The load up, yep. Oh, my goodness. Like, even, I have an Xbox One X, and, and the time it takes me to get into it, it's like, it's probably one of the longest loading games I have next to GTA. Yeah, I, I don't. The load times are still pretty darn good, though. Um, I think they improved it a lot. I think they improved it a lot. I went this beyond light because it, it definitely is not as long. But I mean, it's still long, but I know well, half the game out. So, yeah, you know, of course, I mean, it's going to load quicker. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm uh, enjoying it. I think it's a. I think it's a worthy investment. I'm. I'm ready to see what what comes next. And you know, I want to do. You know, play some games that are. You know, Optimize, test out. Yeah. The, yeah, test out some stuff that's like next gen, actual. You know, it doesn't look like we're gonna be seeing uh, Halo Infinite anytime soon. So no, that's that's Christmas of next year. That's good. I got a little <laughs> delayed. That's a shame, and that's the reason why I'm not so broken up about missing out on the xbox series x at the moment for launch i was really looking forward to halo once that got bumped i'm like oh well the only games i'll be playing then are destiny and, and cold war call of duty cold war so i'm like oh, i'm fine uh, but i want to talk about the uh, design real quick because the xbox series x i kind of actually really like that design and looking at like the teardowns and how it's built it's smart it's yep. smart. Yeah, it's just it's taken. It's built so it's all that heat's like a chimney, and all that heat rises, and they got the fan at the top just blowing it out. I've seen mm-hmm. the people with the ping pong balls; they stick on top of it, and it kind of floats. It floats. Yep. Yep. Yeah. My son did that. He came over and put it over top of mine, and he's like, mm-hmm. I'm "Like, I'm like, what are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And it just kind of bounces around there and hangs out. I'm like, that is kind of cool. Yeah, because my my uh, current Xbox, you can hear it. I think it's like a you know a jet engine. It gets especially with Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare. It really uh, works that processor and i think it's pretty damn hot and it's just a, a bad design to release that air that hot air so now with this it's, it looks great so the story i was going to share is that my son comes to me the other day and wants to you know do the the uh playstation and uh i'm like well 
maybe we'll sell my one X and get some dollars and then his Christmas money and, you know, trade in for the, and then it comes to me like, dude, he's got like a C in a class. He's going to be able to play the damn thing. So maybe we'll get it for him so I can play some PlayStation games. But, uh, but yeah, that, that, uh, the one X I have concerns about that. I don't, I don't hear the fan at all. And I've had the thing do, you know, one of those hard shutdowns and it's like, you know, no, nothing loaded or whatever. Mm-hmm. And cause it overheats, but I go put my hand on it. It's not hot. I've had other times where it's, you can barely touch the damn thing. And it's usually like, we're doing something high graphics. We're doing like some crucible for a long time or rating or something with a lot of people, a lot of activity, a lot of rendering. And I think that gets it hotter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't shut down. It does this weird thing where it shuts down when it's not hot. And uh, it doesn't when it's like, I'm thinking I'm waiting to see mel- plastic melting over there. The thing's so freaking hot. But so far that I've gotten no heat, even with the, you know, the fan come out the top, I've gone over for similar instances with the, um, the Series X, which, you know, uh, mini rant. Can Xbox please come up with some new naming system call it oh the infinity or something but the, the 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 use of the letter x is overused like what are they doing anyway um it's so confusing yeah you have the two different things and like i know if like my mom went out to buy like her grandkids a console she wouldn't know the difference between series x and one x and yeah it's the same thing and my it's funny it's just dell's kind of doing the same thing with a lot of their products so they're putting power in front of the name of it so it's like <laughs> this is funny well it's 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 kind of dumb from a marketing standpoint because all it's going to do is hurt your brand you want to make it clear what the thing is not dilute it that's not smart so uh anyway i've gone over a few times when i know it's the same type of thing and it's not hot so far, I've not gotten any heat out of the top. It feels cool. To the, I mean, not cool to the touch, but I feel like the air coming out is cool. It's not hot. It's still getting that airflow through and keeping the uh, yeah that heat sink cool. So I did notice that the uh, controller, uh, Microsoft filed that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And they pretty much left it the same, essentially the same, with uh, a few additions. They had that share button on on it now. And then they changed the D-pad to to kind of mimic the elite controller with the saucer d-pad so that was i think there was two improvements there i have to say it's got a little bit more heft to it than the than the regular i mean like ounces it probably weighs maybe five to ten ounces more than my regular um xbox one x controller that came with it so it weighs just a little bit more but it does have that like saucer pad on it Mm -hmm. has the capture button which because you know whenever we you know, you do that, you press them, you used to just press the Xbox button and then Y. Okay, it saves me, you know, one extra keystroke for that little button <laughs> in middle of the controller, but okay, whatever. I thought that was going to be tied in with Mixer, but I guess that's not a thing anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was when they were designing it. Now, I did see there was a, uh, an accessory that pretty much everyone's going to have to buy, and boy, it's pricey. The uh, That Seagate storage expansion card, and that's a terabyte at 220 bucks. Yep. But you have to have that because uh, you only have, what, the terabyte on the, the con- uh, base console. And, and yeah, if you... you're losing 100 megs to the operating system, I think. Yep. It's 800-something yep. usable. Yeah. I think you're, you're your tech guy. You know this probably better than I do. It's a, and it's a NVMe storage card. So it's like the, it's a flash card. So it's yeah. super fast. 
Yeah, I mean it's the same. the 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 hard drive is is all solid state too. But um, I think that uh, there's going to be other manufacturers within the year that because the specs are out on it, it doesn't have to be, and it's not proprietary. So it's already some third party, but they're going to try to give them as much time as they can to, to make money with it. But I can't imagine that they're going to be the only one that sells it. Yeah, and the reason why you need to have this is you can't use the USB drives like we had with the Xbox One because it just won't be able to run the optimized games. It won't be able to, the, I guess the trans the transfer throughput is just too slow to handle the optimized games. Now, you can get a USB drive, stick it on, and if you're running like the old games from Xbox One, they'll be fine. They'll run off those fine off the hard drive. It's just optimized games have to be either on the, the actual console's hard drive or this expansion card. Yeah, so eventually I'll get one of these things. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. But uh, I, I'm not missing out too badly because there's really nothing out there that I would play that would take advantage of the added the new specs. stuff. Yeah, so. nah. I think you like if you anything you want to play, you can play on the consoles we have. Uh, is it cool? Yeah. Is it going to be something that a year from now maybe you got to have it? Sure. It'd be something if I can get my hands on tomorrow, I would get it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not you know, going to make something up and, you know, I don't need to have it. No, if I could get it tomorrow, I'm getting it. But it's just impossible to get. That's the only reason I don't have one. It's impossible to get. I'm just waiting for more to show up for all access. And uh, I check that every once in a while. Well, there's the two um, EA Play games that are on there now. So there's Jedi Fallen Order and then there's um, Squadrons. So they may get some playtime from me at some point. I'm not sure when, but <laughs> both of them are both of them are in uh, Game Pass now. All right. Well, let's get into uh, the game that you are playing. And we discussed a little bit about this last podcast. We were talking about what we thought Destiny Beyond Light would be. And so now it's out. We've, we've been playing it. I think most of us have beaten the campaign. I think I have. I don't know. I'm not quite sure because there's still extra quests and I'm kind of lost on it. We can touch base on this, but I don't know. Let's uh, hear your guys' thoughts on the Beyond Light. What do you guys think about the campaign? Did you enjoy the campaign? Have you finished it? Uh, yeah, I finished the campaign. Uh, it was fun. Um, I didn't expect um, too much uh, from past campaigns, but it was about the same as some of the expansions time-wise uh, to get through it. Uh, the story was pretty good. Uh, they're getting better with adding more stuff to make it more cohesive, I guess, and kind of connect things together so you're not left with more questions out of it than going into it. But otherwise, um, I thought it was pretty good uh, finishing that off. What are your thoughts, Valiant? No, I think it's the same. I think some of it's explained through, you know, cutscenes and whatever voiceover while playing. I think they're doing a pretty good job of storytelling that way. And for those that want a deeper dive, there's a ton of lore shit that's dropped in, you know, a hundred different places that you pick up, you know, from doing things and picking up book things and, and stuff like that. So it's got, I think it's got a great, if you want the depth, you can get it. If you just want to shoot shit, the story still works. It works pretty well about, you know, getting you up to speed with what's going on in Europa and the darkness and, I think it uh I think they did a pretty good job with that. I think it may not be the the best story told in uh Destiny history. Uh I think that uh 
I kind of like the Rise of Iron story expansion better, but the way it's told is very well fleshed out, well put together. It's a good ride. You know what I mean? So there's some times when you see a movie and you're like, wow, like the visuals on that were great. The way they pulled it all together was just great. I think that's what where my thought is on that campaign. I really think if I compare it to like Rise of Iron, I felt like Rise of Iron kind of got me in the gut more. Yeah, there's still questions. There's still things to explore. So yeah, I like it. Now, um, before I get into my thoughts on the campaign, I just had one question to ask because I'm kind of confused on what happened here. But what happened to the missing planets, moons, or whatever? The uh, are they gone? Like, are they just wiped off the face of the Earth? I mean, or the universe? They're, they're covered in they're covered in darkness now. So they're still they're, there. Okay, they're physically still there. I was just kind of. Well, we we don't know, but remember when when we see a planet, it's communications and whatever, and they talk about that a little bit during the campaign that during the collapse, radio waves wouldn't go certain places, they wouldn't penetrate, and that's what they're alluding to has happened here. Is we don't know if they're there or not, but we think they are. We're just unable to penetrate the finger quotes darkness. I, I didn't quite get that, so that's just wanted to clear that up. All right, so I had a few thoughts about the campaign. And obviously, you know, I'm critical as always. Sure. I guess when I said I wasn't sure if I finished the campaign because there's extra stuff to do afterwards. And I don't know when the actual campaign ends and versus where I'm at now. So I'm assuming like I beat the main storyline, but then somebody was brought back to life. Or you said, I'm assuming it's the same person and I'm fighting this person again. And I don't know... So if, if, I, if like you in the have your darkness or? powers, yes. I say you're through the campaign. Okay. Then everything after that is the story that kind of is leading you towards the raid. So I would say everything, like it's going to, I'm going to break it into three parts. I'm going to say the campaign is like plain, you know, the plain vanilla, whatever. And then there's all these quests that happen after that. That's the stuff that's going to bring you up to end game. And end game is where you are light level ready for like the raid. And that kind of puts the capstone on the story. So you're in like middle story, but done with the campaign. Yeah. See, and, that, and I'm, I'm more confused with the fact of who am I fighting uh, because the, the fallen bad guys, it, you know, I, I don't want to spoil, yeah. but, but then you have the fallen bad guys. They all seem very similar and I can't, they sound similar to me. So I'm not quite sure who's who. And, and there's more than really, one female, right? There's it's, two it's, or you three have to females. think of it as like another, <laughs> yeah, you think of it as another set, another set of fallen. Yeah. It's just in a, a different group of them that they're not really that much different. But this follows a line with, with every other. This is one of my main gripes with, with Destiny storytelling is that there's always something lurking behind the shadows. Always. Uh, they're always building to something but never really get there. Uh, there, there was, there was, this, the story they did in this was good. It was cohesive. But it followed the patterns in other words, they build up to this huge thing, but nothing really ever happens. Right? There's no there's no real climax to the story. They're they're just basically dragging on. Oh no, there's this other bigger batter eye. And here's <laughs> the other bigger batter thing coming in the darkness coming up later. You know, so they just they just keep regurgitating that same rope. You know, over and over. There's for DLC they do, whatever expansion they do, it's always this next bigger, badder thing coming down the road. 
Well, because you can't just end the story because then you'd be like, all right, well, I'm good. I finished it. I'm done. Yay. Well, they want to keep you playing. <laughs> so, you know, to a degree, you understand that from a gameplay perspective, you want to keep it open. But I think there's, if let's say you never raid and I record some of the stuff you get from the raid, I think that you'll feel like that does close the story for this part of it. The story arc will be closed by that. I just want to get back to my bitching about the campaign before you <laughs> go on. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, first of all, the, uh, about the campaign, the bosses were tough, so they're a pain in the ass. Yeah, they were. So yep. you basically had to make sure you geared up. You got gear that you actually like, and it was And level, I did it with people. Up. I couldn't do it with that by myself. I, I was people. doing it solo, and that's why I'm stuck fighting this one, and I'm just like, I'm struggling because I don't have maybe a gun I would like to have. No time to explain the one that they give you is good and it's the first time the one that they give you is worth truly using to move along i think that one's some some badass yeah and i probably just have to upgrade that to a higher light level but um anyway so that was i, I did like that so i did like the fact that the bosses were like serious they were you had to prepare and get ready for it and you you were in for a fight it's not an easy it's not a cakewalk but as far as like the storytelling bungie just they still fail in presenting the story and they it, this expansion failed hard i mean while most of the npcs have voice acted scenes it's just not complete because you'll go you'll you'll run into varix you'll talk to him for a minute and he still has like two or three paragraphs off to the side that you still have to read to get caught up to stuff like why isn't that voice acted why are we looking at uh text and this was what happened i was trying to catch up prior to the release of this destiny beyond light and i was doing some of the uh the quest to do to get you here. And that's all it was, was you walk up to a person, they didn't even say anything and you were just reading walls of text. It was like old school. Wow. And I just, I think that sucks. I mean, spend a few extra dollars, have the person voice act it, make it immersive. I think the most part, you can skip those reading things. I, I know, but the, yeah, but I get your point. Like, why not just have them read that too? You know, it's two lines. I mean, or it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's looks like it's long on the screen, but you can say it 20 seconds. I got something even worse. I got an email from Bungie, I think it was, pointing me back to their website to read a blog further expanding the story. It was like multiple page blog explaining. They're like, what the hell is this? Like, why is this not in the game? There's two big lore entry things that, again, you don't, it's called Immolation 1 and 2. You don't have to read that. Those are for nerds like me. That's not for you. you I know, but that. I just think it's like, you have all this quote unquote lore and it's like, not even in the actual physical game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do better. All right, let's we beat this to death. I'm not gonna. <laughs> we're gonna disagree on this one. So I think it sucks, and you're okay with it. So about the new locations, what do you guys think about them so far? Uh, one of them being an old location. It's still fun to play, man. I can't believe they took that away. I'm so the Cosmodrome has still got. Uh, after what? It's been five years. I've been. On the Cosmodrome, I did it for, what, three years in a row? Skip two back again. It's still good, man. I like the Cosmodrome. And Europa, man, I still don't know everything in there. I I, I, uh, I kind of have an idea of north, south, east, west. But, yeah, I love the Cosmodrome. And I love Europa. The snowstorms are, are a nice add. It breaks down the visibility and you get turned around and stuff like that. So that's kind of it's ridiculous. Like those, those storms, you know, I hate them and love them at the same time. Now, uh, they have a new subclass, like a destiny power subclass, dark stasis, or it's called stasis. 
and you're using dark powers. Are you guys enjoying the new powers? The new powers are fun to use, of course. Bungie cannot bring out a new subclass and have it broken is all hell. Um, <laughs> so it's completely it OP and broken, but it is fun to play, especially the Warlock OP class, breaking out the staff and fun-phasing raid bosses like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah, we we have uh, a raid coming up uh, next weekend. You know, I have a bunch of guys that that are trying to do you know world's first or give a shot at it. You know, kind of thing. And uh, you know, the rumor is they're not going to disable the subclass. They're going to let it go, and it's going to be it's going to be crazy because I'm sure uh, Grex is referring to the fact that there's videos out there of people like beating you know, major raid bosses in seconds, literally seconds um, <laughs> with this new how does, how does that get past them? And especially, you know how they like to balance PvE. Like, let PvE go. Why balance that? But they always do. Yeah. So, you remember, they, you know, the bow was broken a little while back, and they fixed it. Um, various things that had no PvP application, they fix it because somehow it messes with the game. So, the fact that this is even a thing i just scratched my head because like they have to know this is a problem you can't have something like that with the raid coming up because that's their whole thing is to have these tough raids and world first uh the, the twitch sessions that come but on. everybody has it right if everybody has it and they can go out and and break the raid first day and if let's say there was a thing they did that was kind of like op well they take it out you know, they say, okay, well, you can't do this, or they'll find a way to, you know, limit or suck energy out of your supers or something crazy. Um, but I think that, uh, I think it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, I'm, I'm not planning to raid that night. I want to watch it. I want to watch these people go do their crazy subclass stuff, you know, whether it be a, a you know, all three, you know, Titan, Warlock, and Hunter all have things that are legit broken. So I, I, I'm just interested to see how that plays so out. So I saw in chat from our uh, Destiny, resident Destiny PvP expert, Asian Persuasion, which, you know, he's all about Destiny's PvP, uh, going on, ranting on and on about how broken Stasis is in PvP, in the Crucible. It's not OP per se, it's just annoying. So if you get killed by a grenade, you get killed by a grenade. But if you get frozen by a grenade and killed by a shotgun, it's annoying. And I think that's what we're seeing is that it's you're you know what I mean uh, the, it's not any worse than any other thing except for s sitting there waiting for somebody to come over and kill you while you're frozen sucks donkey dick and to that extent I would agree with him you know um, but the uh, is PvP legit broken? Have nah. you played any PvP it's yet? No or different. I have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> you sound like you got uh, abused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it's it's not um, it's not unbalanced. See that that you know, if it were something where no matter what you did, you out and get melted or frozen in this case, then it's like you know. But this one, I'm freezing people; they're freezing me. You know, it gives you know scrubs like me a chance when some squirrely bastards jumping and floating, whatever, and I freeze them and I hit them with a shotgun. You know. I can do it too, or a Jotun even better. Nothing like having him frozen, then hit him with a Jotun shot. That's insult to injury. Craig, have you played PvP yet? Or I have, yeah. And 
Yeah, like Valley said. I mean, it's I mean, it's not like a where one specific weapon is broken and you need to have that weapon in order to play PvP. I mean, everybody's got their new stasis subclasses, right? That everybody's using. So if you're not using stasis, then you're not playing the game right. But with that said, you know, everybody can still have fun. For now, you're just getting frozen all the time, all over the place. Have you guys played any of the new strikes yet? Is there, like, I know there was one. I played one. Is there more than one? It's two new strikes. One of them is a, is a redo of Omnigal. And it's, so it's the same layout as Omnigal, but a different, pretty much the same. But as the end, you get to the end, it's different. And yes, you're still fighting a witch, but it's not Omnigal. It's, it's Frank. Uh, Frank the God. witch. Uh, I, uh, George. I forget the name. Um, Harry, Zivu, Zivu, Ziva Wrath, something like that. Sounds like a rash. Yeah, right. Sounds like uh, you've been uh, rolling around in the poison ivy. But no, I think uh, the new one on Europa, I actually like more because it is big. Um, they they made that one feel like there's a lot going on, and I think it it does. I think it's good. I'm, I'm trying to remember which one I did. I think there was the Europa one, but. I had to do it, but then the one I joined was, they were towards the end, so, and it counted as completion for what I was doing, so I just moved on. I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, the same actually happened to me, so I've only played that one once, and when I joined it, they were a final boss. So, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that was quick. <laughs> nice and easy. Move so, on. <laughs> on, a, on a related note, they've added Lost Sectors, but you guys might remember that the Lost Sectors, even in vanilla, it was like something you'd run in, you know, you could be in and out of this thing in like a minute. What they did to kind of bring the level up on that, what I thought was great, is the lost sectors are more like little strikes. Like some of them are long. And so you can run into this, you know, right on out of patrol, go into a lost sector, do a thing, get your chest. But it doesn't feel like it's meh. You know, it feels good. It feels like it's a cool like addition to the game. So every lost sector, including the ones in the Cosmodrome are not little. They're not like you can see the end chest from where you walked in the cave. Uh, you've got to do some things to get there. And I think that that's cool. And they're challenging. They are absolutely challenging. They're not, they're not, they're not easy. They're not cakewalks anymore. Maybe that might just be a light power light level thing. Once we get <laughs> up to max light level, then it might feel differently. Right now. What's the uh, max level light level? 1260. Okay, so I'm at a whopping 1200, so I'm a little well, bit behind. 1200 is the soft cap. So Okay. So now you're on for the the big grind to 1250 and at 1250 that's where only pinnacles are going to help you from 1250 to 1260. No, I'll get to 1250 maybe. <laughs> All right. And so we expect to see the raid you said this next week? Yeah, it's a, uh, actually it's going to be this next Saturday. Okay. So uh, was that the 22nd, uh 21st? 21st. Okay. All right. Final thoughts on the expansion. Uh, well, biased. It's awesome. <laughs> it's <okay. laughs> Grex, Grex, you're not biased. What do you think? I think it was, I think it's pretty good. Um, I mean, I didn't pay for it. Um, that throws a little thing into it, but otherwise it's, it's been, uh, it's pretty good. I don't have any too, too, too much major gripes and, uh, really expected what I see there. But otherwise, you know, the gameplay is still good. The gameplay is still fun. The little thing they've added are just uh, additions 
to uh, spice it up a little bit. And uh, it's, uh, it's keeping me playing right now. It's all good. All right. What about you? Yeah, what oh, about me? you? Yeah, you. If you're playing it too, what do you think? If you're a grumpkin, you're like, you know what? I don't like anything. <laughs> I'm a filthy casual. So um, usually I play Destiny to get to, to the at least raid level and maybe try the raid once or twice and I move on. So I was playing some of this. I, I enjoyed the campaign to where the point I'm at now. Uh, but seeing that that light grind, that gear grind, I kind of got to dig in, brace myself for that. And I just haven't, because I think my biggest issue I have with the game right now is just trying to understand what I'm supposed to do to get a higher level. So I'm kind of confused. Like before you would have, I knew how to do it in the previous versions and everything has apparently changed. And so now I got to figure out how to do it with this version. Not a big deal. I'll just, I'll sort that out myself, but. You can repeat whatever it is you like to do. If you like to do Crucible or if you like to do Strikes, whatever it is you like to do will get you to 1250. Yeah. So that's that's new. That didn't wasn't always the case. Yeah, you so just have to do like three Strikes, five things. Crucible yep. matches. Yeah, and so I'll get there. Um, yeah, I mean, it, so far it's been pretty, It's it's been decent. It's been okay. Like, I'm not super in love with it. It's... I'm thinking for you saying you don't hate it, it's probably a win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a I'm having a dilemma because an, the game we're going to talk about next is also pulling me away. <laughs> it's and not that I'm even in love with that game and we'll get into that in a minute, but so I I'm, I'm having a hard time making a decision when am I going to play that night. So I haven't really done any group content with Destiny, so I really need to start doing some of that so I can get yeah, I think grouping up makes a difference because, you know, we're, we're, you know, even if you go into Crucible and, and I'm not saying you would because if you were on our team, we would win every time, right? Yes, but every time. I'm, if, I'm uh, but uh, when when we, uh, in true GRG fashion, get our asses kicked in Crucible, but it's as a group, it's a lot more fun. It's like, who cares? I'll get there. It's taken the place of Elder Scrolls Online for me for the moment. So it's got that going for it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get into the next title. Call of Duty Cold War uh, just released last week. The new, and this is the newest version of Call of Duty. It's set in the 80s, going back to, I guess, wasn't Black, wasn't Black Ops 4 in the 80s as well? Um, I don't know. I forget. It all blends together now. But yeah, so this game's out. I, yeah. <laughs> it's another one. I'm like, it's okay. Another day, another Call of Duty game. I think my biggest problem with this title is the fact that it doesn't seem like they care. And it's just, we're going to throw this out there. We're going to rehash the same shit we've had before. Throw it out there and you're going to pay your $60, $70 and rinse and repeat. That's all this is. I want to touch over a few things real fast. The campaign, I did not play the campaign as I'm not really that type of a player. I like the multiplayer. I buy Call of Duty for multiplayer. The only reason I've played previous campaigns is usually the first week Call of Duty gets dropped. Multiplayer is always broken, so I, I bang out the single player real fast. But I have spoken to a few people from GRG, and they, they say the campaign's really good. So if you enjoy Call of Duty campaigns, this is just like the other ones. They always do a pretty solid job with that. The story's always pretty decent. And you know what you're getting into. I mean, it's Call of Duty. It's the same thing. You're going to have like crazy action the entire time 
up next they have uh, the they bring back the zombie mode and once again this is not a part of the game that i'm going to play i don't play co-op i don't play pve stuff too often and i think some of the guys are going to play it tonight so i didn't get an actual review on how it was but this is brings me back to where it doesn't seem like they're trying as far as like treyarch and ea because the map they're using for zombie mode is a rehash from a previous one <laughs> so they're just taking an old map you know freshening it up and throw it into the game like you're buying a brand new game it's cool you're going to give me the old map but give us new content and this is the stuff that really aggravates me with this game it's just it's a rehash of previous stuff uh all right i just want to move on to graphics next and boy this is a rough one for me because i feel that this game took a step back in the graphics department i think Call of Duty Modern Warfare looked very good. The character models were well done. The maps looked really good, uh, especially on my Xbox Series and my X- Xbox One X. I'm not sure how this game looks on the Series X if there's upgraded graphics, but I can tell you from my One X, it's definitely a step back from Modern Warfare. And it even feels like it's a step back in platform, like console. Like it just, I think it looks terrible. It's just, it's poorly done. I don't get it. I mean, the the weapon models, they just look like it came from the Xbox 360. I don't know what Treyarch's doing. It it feels like this was a rush game or one they just didn't care about. They were just dumping out and it shows. I I think I I agree with that because with the pandemic and everybody and everybody delaying their games and everything like that, but they really didn't delay this one that much. No. No, because they had all the stuff done already. I mean, it's just, all right, we need MP5. Let's pull up the uh, Black Ops 2 MP5 and we'll... Well, yeah, and then when we were looking at the beta, and we're like, well, I hope the graphics get better than this, and... Nope. They didn't. Nope. (laughs) Did not. (laughs) It's just strange coming from Infinity Ward's Modern Warfare to this game. And, you know, I am biased. I always liked Infinity Ward's Call of Duties versus Treyarch. I was never a big Treyarch fan. This isn't helping that. We'll get into the multiplayer maps. There's 10 whole maps across the entire game. So you have multiplayer. There's the combined arms, which is like the their version of Battlefield. Like it's a mini Battlefield. And then you have uh, the fire team. So, And that's like a mini Battle Royale type of a game. So you have 10 maps and they're spread across that. And some maps are only specific to certain game modes. So when you're playing just standard multiplayer, I think there's like eight maps total, and that rotation gets kind of stale. I mean, I've, I've been playing since Friday, so I'm already bored of some of the maps already. So, And I can't even say I'm a big fan of the maps that are out. They're, they went back to the three-lane maps. They're all close quarter, limiting you to, to certain weapons, like SMGs are the top guns in this game. And, and usually with Treyarch games, SMGs are the biggest my dog shaking his head. I don't know. I just wish there was more variety. So everything's like a small map. It's hard to snipe because there's no open lanes and there's just not that many maps. So I know they'll release some maps and I wish they would have given you like 12 to start with for multiplayer, gave out the free DLC later. I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway, uh, weapons, real quick thing about weapons are standard Call of Duty assortment. Uh, if you played any Call of Duty title, you'll be familiar with most of the guns. 
the one thing is really weird is I can't figure out sniping. For some reason, Cold War sniping is so different than other Call of Duty titles or any call any game. I just can't sort it out. I usually use snipers in most games I play. I, and I was just playing Modern Warfare. We play Warzone all the time, and I, I use a sniper all the time in that. I cannot sort out the sniper in this game. I can't get hits. I'm not getting hit markers. I don't know what's going on. Something's not right. It's just weird because this should work just the same as Modern Warfare. So what's different? Uh, and I'm going to compare it to some past CODs. I do like the time to kill in Cold War. They boosted it a little bit. They increased it. One of the issues I have with Modern Warfare is the time to kill is so fast that there is no way to react to anything. There's no way to recover. There's no way to escape. If somebody sees you first, you're dead. There's just no way around that. Even in Warzone where you have armor, you cannot survive. You die so fast. Uh, and, and I think that I, I just don't like that. I like a little bit of a beefier time to kill. So this game offers it. It's still pretty quick. You can still kill people very quickly and very easily. But you do have the ability to, to escape, get away recover or turn around shoot strafe and shoot and win that fight you're not doing that in modern warfare uh, but that's really about the only thing i like about this title versus previous call of duties it's just like we were talking about earlier i just feel this game shipped incomplete it was too rushed or if treyarch just doesn't care they're just mailing this one in but it feels like a downgrade i mean i'll continue playing this title because uh, there's a lot of GRG members that do play it. We have several squads on every night, but at the moment, I'm kind of really playing it to gear up my weapons. So when they release Warzone for this, I have equipment I can use. And that's what I kind of see myself playing now, or why I'm playing now. And, and that's like my last question for this. And I'm not quite sure how they're going to do this. In December, they're releasing Warzone for Cold War, but apparently they're going to allow you to use Modern Warfare weapons, skins, blueprints, and all that stuff as well, which I don't understand how they're going to do this. And I, I hope sometime soon they explain how this is going to work because first you have duplicate weapons. Uh, both games have MP5s, AK-47s. So which version can you use? Can you use the Modern Warfare version or can you use the Cold War? Is there only one version? Because in Modern Warfare, the AK-47 is a terrible gun. It's just, it's awful to use. In Cold War, that AK-47 is probably the best assault rifle in the game. Or it, it's definitely my favorite that I've used so far, the assault rifles. It's really good. And the other issue is the weapon attachments. They just don't add up. So Call of Duty has, uh, Cold War has their version of attachments where you can put on guns. Modern Warfare has their attachments you can put on their guns. In Modern Warfare, you can basically turn any assault rifle into a laser beam that can shoot super far out and just have zero recoil, not miss, and you can down someone so fast. You can make a Growl, uh, M13, Kilo, laser beams with, you throw in like the long barrel, the monolithic suppressor, and all this nonsense. Those attachments don't exist in Cold War. There's no monolithic suppressor in Cold War. And... That's one of the most important attachments in the game. It's a, it's a meta attachment because it increases bullet velocity and bullet range while suppressing your your shot. And that doesn't exist in the Cold War games. Any silence you put on in Cold War 
decreases your velocity, decreases, decreases your range. So I don't even know why anyone would use a Cold War gun in Warzone. It doesn't, I mean, I don't know if you saw anything about that, Grex, or, I mean, I know you're going to play Warzone. I just don't, yeah, it doesn't make any just, sense. It, it doesn't, it's going to be a, I, I don't know how it's going to work. There's just so many questions on, on stuff that just doesn't sound right. Yeah. As you can tell, I bitched about it enough. I mean, I give this a thumbs down. Very disappointed with it. I'll still play it. I'll play it mostly because uh, there's so many GRG members that do play. Uh, and, and I want to get ready for Warzone, which is a game mode I do enjoy. I, I feel Treyarch really kind of shit the bed on this one. Thumbs down. Anyway, enough of that. Let's get off Moving running. On. Moving on. Let's get into, uh, real quick, I want to talk about some TV shows. Uh, we've always, we've been doing this lately ever since COVID hit. We've been trying to recommend some things for people to watch since everybody's locked up in home. And we're going to be start beginning our second round of lockdown, especially in Philadelphia. All right, real quick. The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead is still pretty solid. I'm amazed we're able to keep this level of quality up. I'm happy for it. It's worth watching. But on the other hand, The Walking Dead World Beyond is still the worst show on TV of all shows. I'd rather watch Housewives of whatever county over <laughs> over this show. It is truly awful. I watch only because of possibly learning about The Walking Dead lore. There's some stuff that they're building up to. They're going to get to this CRM community. So that's the only reason I watch this show and I hate myself for doing it. I can't stop. Anyway, enough about that show. It still sucks. Then episode three of The Mandalorian was out, and I know Valiant's geek out on this one. I have to say, because of, uh, you know, I shared you guys off, off uh, recording here that uh, I've been working on the house. I didn't get to see the new Mandalorian yet. I am going to spoil it for you. No, you're not. You're not. Spoil it. They they killed a baby Yoda, right? Uh, I have not. I haven't seen everybody it. Everybody died. Sorry. Yeah, everybody died. <laughs> yeah, they put baby Yoda on the rotisserie. Had him for lunch. Very tasty. Huge connections back to Clone Wars. So that was that. That's the geek factor right there. They did have Katie Sackoff on. I she heard was, that. Yeah, she's a, a Mandalorian. She's Bo-Katan. Oh, is she? She's Bo-Katan. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. She, I could totally see um, her yeah. be Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan is one of the um, leaders of the Mandalorian clans. So, But here's the thing. You, like, you want story, but sometimes story takes a little bit of like mental commitment you know, to who people are. So, yeah, I know who she is. So that's good. So that's interesting because, I mean, did she say, you know, frack that or something? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't we, like, we'd all, like, our heads would explode. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's a must-see show, of course. You know, of, of you know, we've we've been talking about our, our shows that GRG recommends. Yep. No question. And I know you're not super high on this show, but it, it has a geek factor for me. It's Star Wars, so I'll check it out. Um, it's not the, the, the movies that they're making, because I refuse to watch the, their, their garbage. But So this is somewhat decent, but sometimes the acting or the characters or the, the dialogue, it really feels like it's fan fiction someone posted on YouTube. 
I think they could do a better job. I think, but I, I think I, some of the characters. I have seen some damn good fan fiction though, haven't you? Like God, there's some stuff where like people do things, and I'm like, damn, why isn't that in the show? Yeah, the, the fan fiction I'd be I'd want to see is like you know uh, would be on Pornhub, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Princess Leia, you know. But anyway, um, all right, uh, and I guess lastly we have some uh, recommendations of what to watch and. I'm going to recommend a series that's been out for a few years. Actually, been out for a while. Um, they space them out. And that's Fargo. I have not watched any of the television episodes of Fargo. And I, I just saw that Chris Rock in season four of it. So I was like, oh, well, let me check this out. So I, I happened to catch some clips on uh, YouTube. And I finally got around to watching it up, up to season three. I want to start binge watching season four soon. Very good. So if you're looking for a uh, a quirky crime drama show, I recommend Fargo. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton was in the first season. And he plays a very interesting character. He's kind of messed up. Billy Bob does those kind of characters, though. Oh, and he does it that's well. His, He's that's his jam. Uh huh. So I I enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to watching season four. I'm going to do a, a backdoor reference on this. So we're not necessarily promoting Legion right now, but I really like that show. Noah Hawley is his name, was the writer and producer of Legion. And he was a head writer and producer of that. I don't think he's the producer of the show, but he's the head writer for uh, Fargo. And now because I like Legion so much, I really want to see Fargo. So that's my, uh, I'm like, I haven't seen a minute of it, but this guy's writing is amazing. So now I got to, now I have I'm to. I'm probably not smart enough, but I had such a hard time following Legion. It was just, it just had me so confused. And like, I had no idea what the frick was going on. You know, what was real, what wasn't. It was trippy. It was just. It I, was very, I, very. After a like, while, I just got frustrated. I'm like, I can't watch this because I have absolutely no idea what the fuck's going on. Oh, oh, okay. I'm. I'm thinking. I was thinking of a different show. This one, yeah, that one, I could not. That one, yeah, that was too weird. That was that makes Legion makes Doom Patrol seem like a normal television show. <laughs> That's the see. I think I've found that that like weird stuff that they make for TV works mm -hmm. for me. Where if it's later stuff, it's too pedestrian, and I can figure it out. I could never figure out where Legion was going, which is why I loved it. I'm yeah. like, where are we going? Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Oh, season three. Speaking of Star Wars, season three, Ewan McGregor is the ma main star. He actually plays two roles. I didn't even realize he played the other role. I'm like, I had to look it up. I'm like, holy shit. So, <laughs> I'm all you know, in makeup. So, so I agree. That's on my list of, uh, it's on Hulu because it's FX. Yeah. So uh, you can get all caught up on that. I'm. That's on my list of things. Uh, Hulu has live sports. Wow, that too. <laughs> <laughs> commercial, fucking commercial. Yeah, um, and we'll be watching anything with commercials though. That's anyway, nice. yeah. So, all right. Anything else? Are we? Uh... One recommendation I put on there was um, Queen's Gambit, and it's not it's not a sci-fi show or anything like that. It's about chess, and uh, it was based on a book, so it's more like a mini series uh, instead of like a TV series or a movie. It's like eight. it's like a it's based on a book. Um, I just actually watched the very last episode with my wife tonight. We've been, you know, we, we try to find various things that we can watch. And I think that 
that show uh, is totally not right for any GRG. There's no GRG out there that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna have any interest in that fucking show unless they're they're significant. I thought it was so it. good though. I thought it, it was, was really good. good. It's just not something I would think that you know no, our no, our not, audience. It, nope. No. No. Nope. No. Is nothing anything nope. like that. No. Lala really would good. hate it. Lala, <laughs> Lala will hate it after the first 18 seconds. But uh, I think that uh, if if Lala, Mrs. Lala had to watch something, Lala would enjoy it because it was, you know, as far as having to watch something with your wife, do it because it's a good ride. What's this show on? What channel? It's on uh, Netflix. 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 And it's the number one. It's the longest running number one show on Netflix history. Um, It beat out what Bird Box. Is that what it was? Bird Box? The one with the. Yeah. Yeah. For many so series, it's been yeah. so it's been running in number one place for, for that long. So um I heard good things about it right as it was like number one or two, you know, for the first time. And then, you know, we, we watched it and my wife and I we got sucked in. It's like it was like one of those things we couldn't stop watching it. It's that good. All right. So that's gonna do it for this episode of the Reaper Cat. I want to thank everybody for being on the show. Uh, thank you, Grex, for stepping up and being on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Valiant, as well. Yeah, thanks for having me on. You know, I'm always good to take a 30-minute episode and drag it out to an hour and a half. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as always, I like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.grimreapergamers.com to see everything we're up to. Also, I'd like to remind everyone to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com, spelled the D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on.